now listening to the Outsiders of Horror podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Outsiders of Horror, episode 87. We're going to discuss Renfield and all sorts of shit to talk about. I am Andrew Fay, along with my pistol level co host, Mr. Brian Farmer. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, baby? <laughs> what's, what's going on, man? You already know that dude is a pistol. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, oh, man. Let's jump right into that pistol. Why, why, why is pistol funny? <laughs> uh, you know, how about you tell me because you're the one that brought it up. Uh, well, there was this new documentary on, on Hulu about Aaron Carter, and I heard that there's somebody that I know is going to be in this documentary. So I'm watching this documentary, and I'm waiting for this guy to pop up. When he finally pops up, and he's just about as white as can be with his button-down shirt and just really getting in the conversation. And he, and he calls Aaron Carter. He's, he's just a real pistol. <laughs> he was a real pistol. On and then that was about all I saw out of Mr. Brian Farmer here. <laughs> so we oh, had a previous man. discussion about him getting interviewed with with hulu for this this documentary and they talked to you for like for what 45 minutes something like that man i was there for fucking two and a half hours man i'm still waiting on that fucking burrito they ordered me still waiting <laughs> um and then yeah, the final man, outcome listen, was, the, uh... was was you calling aaron carter a pistol <laughs> listen they asked me so much shit dude like i had a like they literally had fucking four pages of like questions, like just full of shit. Like mm-hmm. they sent they, they sent the fucking Escalade to pick me up from the hotel, brought me at the set. I'm over there fucking in makeup, getting all pretty and shit, right? And then fucking large, they're yeah. like, "All right, hey, but you know we're uh we're, we're gonna run through just a couple like fake questions." And they were like, "Uh, like uh, just just you can kind of get into the rhythm." I'm like, "Cool, all right." And then they were like, "All right, yeah, now we're gonna get into the real shit." So, did you know he was a drug addict? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, yeah, man, it was uh, it was wild. They they interviewed me for a few couple of hours, and then they had me doing like a bunch of reaction shit to like uh, clips of him in my show and stuff. And I don't know, like they didn't use it, but it was all good. So I don't know. But uh, yeah, the uh, the the thing they liked the most was when I said, "Yeah, that guy was a real pistol." <laughs> <laughs> with and i've never seen your head bobble so much like yeah yeah he was, he was real- yeah i was like yeah you would have thought i was all banged up i was like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've never even seen you wear a button-down shirt before that's the first time i've ever seen that where did the wardrobe come from did you pick that out <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, I had I had to bring that. You know, I'm not I'm not really big into the fucking you know interview style clothing of the, of today's fucking you know documentaries. Um, so yeah, you know, I just uh, grabbed my greatest fucking white guy attire and head over to New York. <laughs> and no hat too. That also threw me off too. Last time I saw you without oh, a hat, you had off. your body painted for for the yeah, TV dude, show. <laughs> Dude, I had I had a fucking hat on, and they were like, "You know what? Do you mind taking it off?" And I was like, "Do you mind if I keep it on?" <laughs> probably wish you probably uh, had a fresh and shaven head for that, huh? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm over here fucking, you know, looking like fucking Sideshow Bob, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't feeling that too much, but yeah, you know. But whatever, I'm in it for 40 seconds. You know, at least at least they have that that clip of me uh, with my back of my fucking head directing on camera. That was that was something. Yeah, the the intro of the whole documentary. There's, there's the back of Farmer's head. <laughs> yeah, listen, I gotta tell you, like that that whole trailer to that documentary. The first fucking shot is the slate from my TV show. Yeah, yeah, like because it has your, and it, it's, your name on there. Yeah, dude. It, listen, it was it was very fucking misleading because it, it looked. It looked like I directed the documentary because it looked like Aaron was talking in the documentary, not talking on a TV show. Yeah, how crazy is that? Like you filmed that for for the show, and then it looked like he was doing that for the documentary about his own death. Like it was. Yeah, it was, see, it was they, they used that as cl- they did it for clickbait. That's why they did it. They did because the documentary itself was boring as shit, and it was rushed, <laughs> and they had nowhere to go. So, like, not even to toot my own fucking horn. Like, this is what they wanted. They wanted my material for this fucking purpose. And they wanted to craft it. To, to They they craft their whole trailer of what the documentary, like, oh, this is what it's going to be about. Where it's like Aaron Carr talking about his truth. Like, no, motherfucker. The documentary wasn't about that. I wrote that shit. That was me. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, the, 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 you know, the, there's always two sides to a story. Yeah. Hulu, you didn't write that shit. That was me. <laughs> like, when I That's saw that trailer cool. at first, I was like, these motherfuckers stole my shit. I was hated. I was fucking mad. <laughs> I, was, I was pissed. Yeah, I was mad, man. <laughs> well, I'm glad you kind of said that the documentary was was pretty boring because it wasn't the greatest documentary I've ever seen in my life. I'm not going to lie. It, it, it was the fucking AJ Backstreet Boys fucking memoriam fucking right. doc. Like, it, was it was like his eulogy for for Aaron, it was like a bad dare ad like i didn't like it, <laughs> right, <no>. exactly <laughs> it was a dare ad like dude i i was expecting i i i, I guess i don't know what i was expecting because i'm so in tune for like his real life you were like, expecting more of an in-depth thing you know but they were just kind of right they just kind of right, buried right. him the whole the whole fucking time yeah and like i i like i know of and i've met a bunch of these people that are like in his, that are in his life and like in that circle that are bad essentially into some right. people's eyes and like they they didn't even fucking drop like they, they pulled the wool over all like all that they just skipped over a bunch of that yeah like it was a it was a total puff piece oh my god the darkness <laughs> <laughs> what just happened to your lighting <laughs> I don't know. It's the fucking the ghost, apparently. Jesus. God, I hope a light comes back on. There's somebody standing behind you. <laughs> it's that's the perfect oh, don't, lighting don't for say, that right now. Don't say that. <laughs> right over your computer. left shoulder. <laughs> if if you need to click a light on, you can go ahead, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. You you entertain the people. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. So uh, don't know what to say. Don't know what to do. So I'm just gonna dance with my shoulder. There he is. Hey, and the lights back, and he's not murdered. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good sign. It's a good sign, you know. <laughs> I, I know what everybody was thinking that the outsiders couldn't afford their light bills, but we're good. <laughs> <laughs> but what the fuck but, triggered uh, that? I don't know, Aaron. Sorry, bro. You're <laughs> <laughs> <I hear him laughs> talking shit. Yeah, but like, no, dude. Like, uh, overall, this documentary was not what I thought it was going to be. Um, it didn't touch on really anything. It was a puff piece. That's what we right. call, we call it a puff piece. 
Shit was puffed. <laughs> like Puff Daddy. Wow. Well, other than that, how, how's it been going, brother? Ah, uh, you know, fucking living. Um, let's see. Uh, Terra Films. They just sent me the cover art for Waking Nightmare. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. uh, with our uh, former guest David Naughton. David Naughton, check out that episode. It's posted. Yep. Diane Franklin, the episode that never aired. Um, yeah, because there was nothing to air from that episode. Yeah, that thing was, oh man, talking about <laughs> fucking trying to salvage something. Holy shit. There was nothing um, to salvage from that son of a bitch. No, that was, that was, that was tough. That was tough. Um, but that's coming out, it looks like, right in the beginning of fall. Um, I don't know where it's coming. I know it's going to Tubi. So uh, don't you worry, all my all my that's the Brian Farmer such, landing spot. <laughs> you know, when uh it's it's funny because Blue Call, you know, had a good little DVD release, went around, and then fucking you know, ended up on Tubi two years later, and then here we are going straight to Tubi. <laughs> <laughs> going straight skipping the middleman, it's going straight to Tubi. Skipping the middleman. We here, baby. We here. <laughs> That like nightmare. Uh, We've been talking about that for years. It's finally. I'm glad to see it's finally coming to fruition. Yeah, yeah. It, it's you know the post took a long time to kind of get it to a, a good spot where it wasn't rushed. Um, and th- there was a lot. There was a lot of other things that happened with that picture that we had to put on hold anyway. But yeah, we uh, we made a deal relatively fast once we you know got off our ass and started to fucking make moves. So yeah, it's a. Uh, it's, Have you seen it's, the it's, final it's a product? Thing. Yeah, it's it's it, I've I've shown a couple people and they think they think it's the best thing I've ever done. I I think it's up there, but it's uh, it's it's good. It's it's a good movie. <laughs> it's good. But when you say it's good and do the bumpy, the bulldog face, it's good. It's good. It's good. We'll see. <laughs> we'll all be checking it out on Tubi, sir. That's right, Tubi. You know what? We're going to do a watch along. <laughs> Here on fucking YouTube for free. Watch is getting shut down, and they say because the filmmaker said that you can't fucking watch this. <laughs> I'm gonna report you, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, the filmmaker's right fucking here. Yeah, yeah lying yeah. sex of shits. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe we, you know we've been itching to do a fucking YouTube live again. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll do a fucking watch along if they don't we'll flag do us. Watch along. You just yeah, gotta yeah. connect the YouTube people to be like, hey, uh, I made this movie, so we're allowed to stream this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do a disclaimer video. Me, wa- me walking down the street. Hello, YouTube people. Just so you know, <laughs> I'm the one that created this fucking thing. So don't fly. Do not shut us down. Yeah, no. motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean, other than that, I've just been working on some other film shit. Uh, kind of getting involved with this fucking Tiger King project, and then uh, oh yeah, 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 the Tiger, the Tiger King, the last king, baby. Um, that and then that TV show group that I made, the Aaron Carter thing, were uh, we've been approached by a couple of people about rewriting and turning into a feature. Mm. So, so, okay, yeah, that's uh, I can see, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's, it's so, not a bad idea. No, it's for, TV is very tough, but uh, you know, traditionally it's always been film first, TV second. This time we were just trying to, you know, go <laughs> trying to create our own fucking path here and try to do it like the opposite. But um, I, I don't know, just a lot, of, a lot of people involved in that. Maybe if we did the did a film that would uh, have better like Tribeca type of fucking vibes. 
for like especially with like what it's a, like the concept and all that stuff so yeah we're gonna see what happens but there's there's a lot of people involved in this one so we will see oh hell yeah, well, hell yeah. getting well. out the basement baby <laughs> <laughs> well, well, uh, so what's what's to... new with you i i, I yeah. have to comment that i love your shirt <laughs> yep christy's back <laughs> got this uh, at frightmare this past weekend which i'll get more into frightmare in a little bit but yeah i had to pick me up I, I was at the i was at the booth and i was like you know what i, I need i need me a christy shirt and and, uh, and then i need to wear it on the show it's very nice it's it's a, it's a nice shirt it's nice makes me look a lot buffer than i am and like buff bag will eat your heart out you know what i'm saying yeah, so that's that's the uh, the the slim fit European cut. I see. All right, <laughs> right, Michael yeah. Scott, baby. That that is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what's what's new with you? What's 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 new in the land of Fago? <laughs> well, you know, this past weekend there was that little event called Texas Farmer Week, and that 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 farmer was supposed to be there, but then he decided not to be there. So now this year, you just get to hear me talk about it. Sorry about your bad luck, folk. Oh damn! <laughs> but no, I mean, where where do I begin? The new location. I love it. I love the new location. Like the people that that have complained about, it, they're just because they don't like change. And and I thought I was gonna be one of those people because I loved having the all in one spot. You got the hotel and everything's in the basement. But no, this 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 worked out great, and there were so many people. I was like, "This is going to be a jam packed shit show." No, the way it's designed, everything was spread out. Like you had room to walk around. You had multiple levels of shit going on, and it, it was fantastic. And I was at the Texan Court right across the street, literally right across the street. I played I played Human Frogger a couple times, but for the most part, I would actually go to the crosswalk like a like a person's supposed to. Yeah, yeah like an adult. Yeah, yeah. Right, nice. right. <laughs> Thursday night I went down and 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 well I went to my buddy Johnny's house, good old Johnny Tez, hung out with him. That that was that was that was a lot of fun. It's good seeing him after five years. And then of course, and and I held up to my promise. I did get drunk all weekend, but I was not pole leaning drunk like <laughs> I was last year. But I I still get very very inebriated. It, it did you bring the statue to fucking Quinn Lord? I never did take the statue to Quinn Lord. Like he like I don't know why, because his line was never super long. There like none of the lines were really that long. You had maybe no more than an hour wait for, for most of the names. Well, it's because everyone was in line for John Carpenter, that's why. <laughs> One thing is they rushed him so much by Sunday they were announcing, hey, tickets available for John Carpenter, because like there is no line for him now. Because they, they rushed everybody so fast. Hmm. So all of a sudden um, there was like no line for it. So I have questions about the the new setup, the new venue. Um, you mentioned just now, like ten seconds ago, that you like it better than where it was before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you don't like you you don't miss the convention downstairs and being able just to go upstairs, go to your room, chill out, they come right back downstairs. You don't like that's the thing I miss about it is, is the convenience of that part, but. Mm-hmm. This also gives a, a bigger feel to where you're having to, to, to walk around. Like I said, I was fortunate enough to get the hotel right across the street. So it was pretty convenient for me if I had to run to the room and whatnot. Mm. But, and, and that convention center is fucking massive. It is massive. So 
So was everything all literally on one floor? Was there two different Your levels? Your majority or? of it was on the main floor as you as you first enter in. As you first enter in, there is a props check line for, for people to have props to make sure you're not going to go in and stab anybody, which there was yep. a stabbing. I'll get into that here in a little bit. <laughs> but no, and then you, and you just walk right in, and then it's just this, this massive floor of vendors and celebrity guests and... Like it wasn't, it wasn't compressed like at the basement of the Hyatt, where you literally just had two lanes of traffic, and there were just people yelling, you know, keep moving, keep the flow going. No, you had plenty. Of, I was zigging and zagging the whole fucking time. That's not because of drunks, because I look at all this room I got. I can, I can walk around and go over here and check out this table, and then bounce right over here and check out this table. So did they have like? So do they have all the guests kind of like like around like the outside of like alongside yeah. the walls? Yeah, like your vendors are like the the center of it, and then along the outside of it was all the celebrity guests. Was it they, weird they having having the guests all lined up like that? Was that weird? No, it made sense to me. Like, because yeah. then you knew, like, okay, if I want to go find somebody that I want to get an autograph from, you pretty much know the general area you need to go to, either along this wall or along this wall. It's it's one of those two. You don't have to go back and forth between two different rooms trying to figure out where the fuck everything is. Everybody was. Because the only guest that they had upstairs was John Carpenter and Sam Raimi, the the ticket guests, the the, the yeah, lottery yeah, ticket the, people, the big dogs, yeah, 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 the the, the big guns. Yeah, they, they and while I was ex- probably right, well, while I was excited to see a lot of the guests, it was still cool seeing them interact with people, which I had plenty of room to do. It was a lot of fun watching David Sheridan interact with people and his fucking doofy shit. That was fucking hilarious. Loved that. Uh, Amy Donald or McDonald, whatever the chick from Megan, she she was just such a sweetheart watching her interact with people. She was so so cool. She even did the Megan dance for everybody and shit. Even doing her little flip. <laughs> did you show your rendition of it? No, 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 no. Because I would have broke my neck if I would have done that. Can't do that. Don't want to break you my can't neck. Can't do that little the little swoop jump. Can't do that. <laughs> no. And then for for people, farmer that like pay attention to the, the guest list and, and don't like the guest list. Well, at this new location is if there's only like one or two people to see that you want to see, then you can knock those out and then go and enjoy the rest of it. When I mean by that, it's like you can go outside and when they say that there's like restaurants and stuff nearby, there is fucking restaurants out the ass. Like, okay, you walk out, there's the big ass Weston where the fancy, fancy people stayed. And on the other side of that, you had the Texaco, the Texaco, the Texas Alamo Draft House, and then you had uh, a restaurant. And when you first walk, everybody's like, "Oh, okay, so there's two restaurants." No, you keep walking down. There's then another restaurant pops up, and everything that you want. There was like a Japanese bistro. There was a pizzeria. There was like two different sports bars, like some like just like kitchen things that had massive fucking menus. And then all of a sudden, you go down this alleyway, and there's this huge concourse with a big ass stage of bands playing music. And all sorts of shit just going on. Like the first band that I walked by, they they started out doing a song. Uh, they started doing a uh, Last Dance with Mary Jane. I'm like, oh, okay. this is a nice rendition of that. And they transitioned from Last Dance to Mary Jane into uh, Sorry Miss Jackson by Outcast. And it was a very smooth transition too. I was like, what? That worked, <laughs> and that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's just so much to do. Like I mean. Any kind of drink that you want, you can find down there. Any kind of food you want, you can find in that area. 
I mean, there's just so much due to where there's not enough time to cover everything. Like, I there's so many restaurants. I covered three, and that wasn't even a, a piece of, of the restaurant. So, how how far of a walk is that from the the Texican? From the Texican to like where the restaurants and stuff are, mm-hmm. you're literally just cutting across the the Western parking lot, and you're there. And okay, so like less than a five minute walk. Yeah, yeah, not in there. Yeah, that at max. And it's just oh, a, right. and it's so just a big close. old block. Yeah, it's just a big old block of just entertainment, really, food and drinks and entertainment. Just right there alone, it was a blast, minus the convention. <clears throat> so my advice to you is: don't care about the damn guest list. Just go. Nope. Care You're about the guest list. You're gonna have fun. You're gonna <laughs> have fun. You actually, I, I like because of this experience. I hope they only announce like two maybe three people that i want to see and then leave the rest for it to be open for me to go out and do other things and i mean that's how it normally is anyway you never really meet that many people regardless <laughs> well no because i see the lines and oh there's a drastic difference from last year all the capped off lines and stuff like that there was no there was no capping this year or anything like that they capped off david howard thornton line a couple times just because they didn't want people spilling out but the only reason why they capped it is just they're like wait a few minutes let the line come down and then you can come in line they just had a small section for him. He, he probably he probably had the biggest line on the floor. Good old David, the terrifier people. But uh, I do have I do have a few few pictures from the weekend. Just oh, just a few. A I, I didn't show, take y'all. too many. Oh yeah, you're you're gonna love my photo op with John Carpenter. It, it, it was <laughs> glorious. Look at the, look at this son of a bitch. Okay, so <laughs> uh, you you both look like you fucking oh man oh, yeah. oh <laughs> so, boy. and it turns out Carpenter looks like that in every single picture, pretty much three quarters dead, like a corpse. And, yeah, he, yeah, he looks like a and, fucking Caucasian Dr. Seuss cat, <laughs> right? And that's not the face of somebody because it looks like I have my thumb in his ass. <laughs> I mean, I'd believe it. Yeah. And and then look at my face. I look like I'm a pedophile sitting across the street from a playground. Like I just look yeah. very, very slim. That, that that thousand yard stare going on right there. And it, I mean, I would I wouldn't want a normal photo op. So I, I'm actually not mad about the way this came out. Nice, the Manson family. Nice, right? And the only other guest that that I met for the weekend was uh, good old Alex Winter. All right, I I have to talk to you about Alex Winter. We, we gotta we gotta pause here. Okay, uh, Alex Winter was he a fucking dickhead? Because no. I've met him twice. Bag of dicks, right? And I was expecting that. And while I was waiting in line, I was watching his interaction with everybody that was getting autographs from him. He was talking and having conversations with everybody, and and was like doing anything that they asked. Like, hey, would you, would you mind like, you know, posing with this book while I take a picture and I'm doing this, doing that. Would you sign, would you say hi to the camera? And, and he was cooperating with everything and everybody with, with, with that big old shitty grin the whole time. Like, I don't know if you're experienced with him. Maybe he was just having a bad week or something, but he was a totally different person this time around. My interaction I, I, with him was asking about freaked and uh, him sleeping in his makeup. Because Steve Johnson told me he used to sleep in his makeup. He's like, yeah, yeah, I used to, have to sleep on my side because you know only half the makeup for people who see the movie. He's only half makeup, so he slept on one side while the makeup another was on him. And, and he was a much smaller person, as you can see in this picture. I'm only five ten, and look how much smaller he is than me. So 
I mean, I don't know if you know this, but most of the people in Hollywood are fucking short. (laughs) That's what I'm learning doing these conventions. Everybody's a lot smaller than I expect when I meet these people. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the frame gives you size. That's why you can look bigger. (laughs) Besides Ron Perlman, his head was a lot bigger than I expected. His head is fucking huge, dude. Yeah. And I got a big head. It's fucking big. <laughs> and I said the Texican. I took a, kind of a picture of the Texican to kind of give the because the concourse area of the Texican was fucking awesome. It was just a big old party scene. Okay, we're gonna slides. pause here. <laughs> what in the fucking redneck is going on? Here? I did not know that that girl had her shirt off when I took the picture, so I probably looked like a creeper taking a picture at the time. Well, if if, uh, if horror movies have taught me anything, that girl in the blue is next to die. <laughs> oh, yeah, because her face is blurred. Yeah, I was trying to be yeah, quick yeah. by taking the pictures. And then there's probably smudge all over my, my lens and stuff. But, yeah, I was just trying to take a quick picture to show to show somebody that, like, I'm like, hey, uh, this is a good environment down here. It's, it's a lot of fun. This was Saturday night. And, yeah, like, everybody's the dude down to the left of her looks like your brother. <laughs> that, that's our, that's our buddy Adam. We hung out with him all weekend. He was he's really yeah. cool. he's actually one of the workers there. Oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's a really cool, dude. So this and, this looks like a fucking party over here, huh? Yeah, yeah. The Texan was fucking great. That like in the background, you can see they had giant Connect Four. They had cornhole. They had a big old like chimney, like fire pit thing over to the right of that. I mean, it, things massive, and this is just one area. If you go over in the back, on the other side, they have a pool, and it's like a whole new area with a pool and a bunch of places to hang out and stuff. It was, it was a pretty cool hotel. The rooms were weird. It, it was very Colombian fucking drug lord type rooms. Like it felt like the drug deal was going on in every single room. But nice, nice. I'll make sure we cocaine next year. <laughs> it was a cool ass place, though. It was, it was a fun hangout, and people were partying all night. To where the Texican eventually shut off all the lights. But did that stop anybody? No. Everybody just still kept partying. There was still enough lights for everybody to just keep going. Oh, they turned off the lights, dude? Yeah, yeah. And we kept going to to this next picture. It's the same night. Don't don't remind how bright it is. It's the same night. These me and my, my buddies, this, the Strickland brothers. This is 8 o'clock in the morning that same night. We were the last three standing out of everybody out in the, <laughs> out in the area. Still drinking party at 8 a.m. I'm like, oh, shit, I better uh, go take a nap. <laughs> But these these cool these these kids were cool as shit. We ran into them many times last year, but I actually got to stop and talk to them. Uh, twin brothers, one's gay, one's straight. So I'm like, you guys have a total sitcom right there. And they're like, well, we're talking about doing a YouTube channel about the the different lives of these twin brothers. So I'm like, that'd be fucking perfect. They I have a feel YouTube like channel, I've met the kid. Life horrors. I feel like I met the kid with the hat. I feel yeah, like I'm sure you have. Like he was around a lot last year. He was he's he was around us quite a bit. But I just never got to stop and talk to him last year. And I got to... great, great, great couple dudes. They're 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 pretty hilarious. It was fun. I was partying with them and the fan club that that night. The fan club, <laughs> the fan club. You've yeah. been great. Oh man, the fan club. There's three of them. There's the three fan of club them. is not a fan anymore. They're just like, hi, Andrew, and then that was about it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're not you're not a big fan anymore. Okay. You know, because you you haven't been doing the content, man. You know, you, you've no, been slacking no. for a long time. But Your there's yesterday's been, news. <laughs> but there's been enough outsiders content where I got stopped not once, not twice, but three times. People recognizing, good old get your boy here. Yep. I mean, it was very, it was very awesome, flattering. One of them asked where you were. And I said, being a bitch, staying home. <laughs> he didn't want to come down. 
it was just it was baffling. The first one that stopped me, I was like, "What? You, you're one of the five people that watch our shit." <laughs> you know, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "That's very." I was like, "Thank you very much. That's that's very very nice of you." Said something like, "You know, they like our style." The second person was like, it's like hanging out with a couple of homies. So the third one was just walking by and just pointed and said, outsiders. I was like, yes. <laughs> I said, yes. And then I just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. It's me. That that was that was an awesome moment. I'm trying to think of other moments. See, Friday night, they all kind of blurred together but because it was just a lot of going to the cons, hitting the restaurants and the bars. Going back to the Texican party in there, and it was just a great time, bunch of great people. Even the night that there was a stabbing <laughs> at the Texican. Well, outside. Do you of the have Texas details night. about the stabbing? <laughs> From what I understand, it was about three a.m. on Friday night, so early Saturday morning, technically. And I and I go out to smoke, and I see a bunch of the lights flashing and stuff like that. So I'm like, hmm, I wonder what the fuck that's all about. And then the next day, I find out, hey, did you know there was a stabbing at the Texican last night? I said, what? And it turns out from the story that I understand, somebody was still in their cosplay walking down the street, maybe drunk in their, in their costume. I don't know what they were dressed up as or whatever, but apparently they looked intimidating. And some other pedestrian was walking down, probably not a part of the con, got scared, stabbed the dude in the cosplay. Like, straight up, like, stabbed. Well, I don't know if the dude survived. I don't know how he's doing. But I guess he was laying in a pool of his own blood on the street corner right in front of the Texican. It's crazy fucking shit. So, word of advice to people that go to these cons, don't walk around at 3 a.m. holding your fake knives and stuff like that because you're going to scare the shit out of people and you're going to end up getting stabbed. Don't do that. <laughs> Moral of the story, don't be stupid. <laughs> but I was wondering like, what the area would be like, like if it would be full of like homeless people walking around and stuff like that, because we have that problem in Wichita, Kansas. Like We have a cool downtown area, but it's also littered with like homeless people all over the place. This place was very clean, very just it was a very nice place, and everything was in walking distance. Like even if you don't get one of the hotels that are right next to it, there's a Marriott that's literally an extra like four or five minute walk that's right there, and, and there's so many sidewalks, crosswalks, <clears throat> everything that you want. And it's, yeah, it's it's an awesome new location. Text again um, next year. Yeah, yeah, Texican or the Westin are definitely the ones that you want to stay at. Texican for sure. Just I mean, look at that party environment. You know, it was it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, do you have more I, pictures? Uh, uh, <clears throat> nope. Just the just those four. I I only have those four to the that show. I took maybe like twenty in total, but none of them are really like story worthy. They're just random pictures that I took. Minus minus uh, a you know big personal regret overall this was probably my favorite frightmare just because of the environment and so much to do you didn't have to sit there and like oh I don't know what to do I'm gonna go take a few more laps down on the floor just because there's nothing else to do now there, there's there's plenty of options to go to go do whatever the fuck you want and mingle with many people you want have any kind of food that you want any drink that you can think of oh man the sports bar that me. And Colonel and Abby and Anissa stopped at. They literally had between 80 and 100 beers on tap. On tap. So you knew I was in fucking heaven. And they were playing the Stars fucking playoff game too. I'm like, this is the spot. <laughs> we're going to eat here. And they had and their menu was massive. So many things to choose from. Any kind of food that you want. I ended up just getting a burger because I'm like, I don't even know what half of this shit is. But it's pretty fucking good. 
It's either the burger or the orange chicken because they sold both. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> orange fucking chicken. All right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I, I, I highly recommend everybody and anybody to go. <clears throat> what uh, did you, what, what drink did you get? Just classic fucking cores oh yeah because like, I, I like i was walking around that whole entire bar looking at all the different tabs just slobbering all over myself I'm like i don't know which one to get i tried several different ones but at that moment i just i saw that they had that good old texas red that i used to drink when i first started going to frightmare i'm like give me that give me some of that and then i tried something else but i don't remember what it's called i was just like that's a cool name let me try one of that too and one bar that we stopped me, that, i thought the they had a, safety <laughs> i thought they had a drink called the thing so I was like, oh, give me the thing. And she's like, what? I was like, give me the thing, IPA. And then it turns out it was actually a very long name. So like the name above it was actually part of the name. It was like something, 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 the thing. I was like, oh, that's the name of the drink. All right, well, give me that anyway. <laughs> give me the long drink. Give me that yeah. <laughs> that was probably the worst place. I don't remember which place that was, but the service was slow as fuck. It took forever. But very cool. Yeah. Very many things. There's so many more things I need to explore next year just in that entertainment area alone. And I definitely want to check out the draft house because it, it's literally right fucking there. So. Why don't you go into the fucking screenings that they had? They probably were, they probably held them over there. They sold out in like two fucking seconds when they put them on and I was at work. Plus I had plans that Thursday night. I was going to go hang out with Johnny. So. Hmm. And I've already seen the thing and they live. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I've seen these movies. <laughs> <clears throat> They're all right. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Quick little QA with, with Mr. John Carpenter on both of them. And he revealed that right, he did had, you go to any uh do you go to any of the panels or no? No, I meant to go to the one that had like all the different um monsters and creatures and stuff. So I had Megan and Sam and Wishmaster and Crypt Keeper. Like they did a panel like those, like you know, legendary monster people or, or mm. you know, legendary icons like that. That was the one I really wanted to go to, but I just completely spaced it because I was just so busy running around trying to figure everything out and riding the escalator because I like escalators, so I kept riding the escalator like a child. I'm like, <laughs> what uh, what pickups did you get for the people at home? Uh, fuck ton of movies, like fifteen, sixteen of them. The whole bunch in the stack. I won't, I'll save those for another day. But and then I got what's all the movies? I've already watched all the movies, and they're, they're, I'm, a lot of them are blind buys, and they're gems. I suggest Vinegar Syndrome for sure. But I'm yeah, sorry, you said then, you bought 16 movies and you've already watched them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Well, all the ones that I've seen. There was a few that I already seen in the pile that I that I didn't watch, like Cloak and Dagger and Dolls and something else. But I watched this movie called Ninjas and the and the Ninja and the Arms of or and Ninja and the Claws of the CIA. It's from Vinger Syndrome. It's a martial arts movie, and it's very weird. Like this dude's trying to do his martial arts while he's getting a blowjob from a chick, and he has to concentrate. And it's a very good movie. <laughs> it's a cinematic masterpiece. I definitely recommend that. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there's this movie that's also from Vinegar Syndrome called Undefeatable. Like it's been known in the past on the show that my favorite like bad movie of all time is Troll Two. Well, now it's no longer Troll Two. Now it's this undefeatable movie. It is like the best worst movie you, you'll ever see in your fucking life. I absolutely love it, and it's on 4K through Vinegar Syndrome. So I highly recommend checking that out. 
And then I got a big ass print from uh, Freaked because I was looking for anything and anything Freaked since that was kind of my theme for the weekend meeting Alex Winter. Big ass print. Don't know what to do with it because I don't need wall space or anything. I, but I literally told myself if I see anything Freaked, I'm buying it. And so I bought that. I got this shirt. I got my Nightmare Toy shirt. Christy. Hey, baby. It was good seeing Christy and, and, and String and and just running into many familiar faces and and then I got the I got this hat actually uh, the, uh they live hat they live we sleep hat. and then I was drinking because the whole I was wondering like okay are they gonna really be cracking down on people bringing in their own beer they they were not <laughs> you can you can still have your duffel bag full of beer they're not they're not checking that they're just checking your weapons just bring a koozie to cover up because all of the, all, the only beer that they're selling inside there are like you know like their their local beers or their imports stuff like that mm. which i drank this beer called uh dallas blonde those are delicious dallas blondes are delicious i had this beer called fire <laughs> redhead there's a theme here on these beers that are drinking fire redheads are very tasty as well so dallas blondes and fire redheads i highly recommend those for sure dallas blondes all right dallas all right, blondes all right. And fiery redheads yeah they were <clears throat> so you, all right so you have, did you see anyone sneak their own beer in uh yeah i mean people yeah, weren't too right. fucking quiet about it i'm like all right i'll do it too and then i forgot that my bag would be shaking around so when i'd actually pull out my can while i'm walking around checking out vendors i'd open up and just spray all over the place i'm like ah i swear i bought this here fuck but nobody so if you're bringing a backpack, do they do they check your backpack at all or no? No, like I said, there's there's tables for people that are walking in with like their big machetes and stuff like that. They're checking all those props, but they're not they're, they weren't checking bags or anything like that. All right, all right. So I can still sneak a fucking six pack of cans in there. All right, mm-hmm. now we're talking. The only negative thing, because you know, like at the before the doors open, everybody just cluster fucks together and just pours in. They actually like form a line of like maybe five or six people wide. And it goes all the way out to the parking garage and shit like that. I'm like, all right. So I was, I waited. I was like, I'm not gonna get in line. I'm just gonna wait for the doors open and just let people pour in, and I'll just walk in myself. Well, I'm waiting. It's doors open at six. Six fifteen goes by. The lines still rolling. I'm like, where the fuck's the end of this? So I start walking towards the back of it, going through the parking garage. I'm like, all right, I'll stand here. Surely the line's coming up. Another fifteen. This is fifteen minutes. This is thirty minutes later. That's a long time. People still pouring the fuck in. I'm like, oh my god, where? and I'm looking for the end of the line. I'm like, where the fuck is the end of this line? Six forty-five rolls around. The line is still fucking pouring in. I'm like, oh my god, I need to get in here. So I just started walking towards the back. I finally find the end of it. It took me an hour to just to just to get in after the doors opened. It was fucking ridiculous. Bet you won't make and that then, mistake again. <laughs> no, no, I'll get in line. And then VIP had to wait a little longer because they were checking all the VIPs like weapons and. And bag checks and stuff like that. So, See, bag checks. You just fucking said bag checks. For VIP at the beginning, but then they stopped doing bag checks after that because they realized that I was just going to hold up the line. They're like, well, we'll just risk it. If someone wants to shoot up the place, it's going to fucking happen, I guess. But yeah, so VIP people were pissed off about that. Overall, I heard that the VIP people, they were overall happy, but there was a lot of complaints about, like, well, they took away a lot of the VIP pleasures this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it doesn't even seem worth it anymore at this point. Uh, though I would say probably the only thing that is a perk of that is just getting in a little bit earlier than regular people. Right, right. Yeah. I kind of was constantly debating year. on. Uh, yeah, he was constantly debating on if he wanted to do VIP again, if it was worth it or not. 
He just hates that you don't know the guests until after you buy your VIP. That's always the gamble there. Yeah. That's the big gamble on buying that that VIP. But see, like, I, I feel like people who had VIP who really, like, for, like, the John Carpenter thing, I feel like a lot of those people got fucked. I don't know if they did or not, but I feel like they might have. Well, seeing how easily it was to be able to get his autograph on Sunday, I mean, yeah, that's kind of a fuck thing. I don't know about Sam Raimi. I don't know if he's took the whole weekend or not, but. Probably not. <clears throat> and my, my John Carpenter autograph did not turn out good. I forgot to have a. Uh, Colonel, like, prime my paint pen so it looks like just oh, a scratch. No. Yeah, Where, you gotta like, show me. Where is it? It's, uh, <laughs> I'll get it. Go get it. <laughs> so, as long as I hold it in the right light, you'll be able to see it. Can you see it across the body there? Yeah, the fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually looks better in that light, but because it's, I don't know. You do have to hold it just right. I mean, I'm not mad about it. It's there. I like it. But the paint pen, I wanted it was supposed to be bright blue, and it just looks like a chicken scratch across it. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, farmer, you will be there next year, correct? Correct. Add a kid before even knowing the guests, you're going. Did before I sell you on the guests? There's plenty to do. There's lots to see. There's lots of people to do. <laughs> so there's, there's plenty of options. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah. And it's May 17th through the 19th next year. Yep. Yep. 348 uh, days from this recording. So I've, I've been hearing some conflicting shit about those dates. Um, I saw some people saying, like, okay, those are the dates. But then apparently at the... Q&A or something like that they did in one of the panels they announced that it's going to be it's going to be a different date I don't know that's that's the latest date I know the, the date that they announced when they announced uh, this date because they announced both of them at the same time I just yeah. know that they were originally they were trying to go for their normal weekend the you know the first weekend of May or whatever but they, yeah. the convention center was booked so they had to pick different dates for, for the next couple years and then it sounds like they'll go back to the, the, the weekend before Mother's Day yeah. 2025, I would say. Because, I mean, I got to tell you, holiday weekend fucking sucks. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> plane tickets like three times the fucking cost on a holiday weekend. Yeah, and I, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, that's, that is stupid. That's just Memorial Day. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know, I people. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we the outsiders will both be there next year, guaranteed, for your money back. That you paid in zero for. That's right. And if you're looking for your money back, go see Faye. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right. We ain't getting this. Faye still owns the Faye Club a drink anyway. So no, I I bought them plenty, even though they gave me a lot of shots this past weekend too. But <laughs> body anyways, shots, nice. Yeah, no, 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 sir, no. <laughs> but anyways, we're about to get in the Renfield, but first I have to pee, so we're gonna do a two minute break. This is actually. Uh, the, the the clip from from last year's TFW of us talking about the poll. So we'll run this clip and we'll be right back. Way yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, and I, I could have sworn there's some sort of like a like Bigfoot footage of like you drunk. Um, seeing people. Yeah, I've got I've got yeah. the series of photos here. Okay, my buddy Larry took a series of photos of me and this light pole, and it, it tells a story on its own. Okay, so mm. 
Here's the first one. I'm 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 meeting my friend the light pole. Nobody's oh, talking to me. Everybody's literally everybody's back is facing us. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I just now noticed that. Yeah, right. that, that looks the, like a classic to me. Yeah, yeah. And then picture two. Uh, I'm pointing at something. <laughs> Are you guys having a conversation? I'm <laughs> talking to something, or I'm pointing. At, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I discovered something, and I'm and I'm enjoying myself. Then the next one, you know, I'm I'm looking down, and you it know, it's like, like a whole. <laughs> How did how did how did I get here? <laughs> Fucking, it's like the whole uh, where did where did my life go? What did I do wrong? You know, but the best part about this picture is looking in the background booty. <laughs> that oh yeah, in the far background is just ass. <laughs> Would you look at that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one is when I when I got the deer in the headlights. Fucking Bigfoot. Hey, found you. <laughs> you got me on the camera. <laughs> And that's not even uh, the best part of the picture. The best part is look at that dude over to the left. With the dude, that's head. fucking you going to TFW. That's like a. That's I was like, gonna say that I, I'm pretty sure that is me, and I time travel to go time relive continue. my relive my fucking good days. This oh is one God, of my good. That days. is you. Me that with my you. fucking ski slope stick and. <laughs> old you was looking down on fucking new you. I went to go like, visit oh, my shit. old self. Apparently, yeah. these are the good days of my life. So I hope I enjoyed them. This is like back to the fucking future for an alcoholic. <laughs> so yeah, that was that nice little series of pictures that, that Larry captured for me. That was, that was uh, interesting. So now... And there we are back. And that was the conversation last year when we leaned against the goddamn pole. And that was before we knew they were going to change the location. Otherwise, I would have taken more pictures with that pole, but... But I knew a person or two that uh, reenacted the, the, those pictures. So be looking for those on social media. Uh, oh, yeah. Someone reenacted yeah. it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> With the finger point and the questioning life and the deer in headlights. <laughs> they did the whole works. <laughs> did they have the uh, the ghosts of fucking Christmas past hanging behind them or no? No, but he was there this year. We recognized Shut the him. fuck Colonel, up. Colonel recognized him right off the bat. <laughs> He was there. I was like, son of a bitch, I'm still alive. (laughs) I'm going to live a long time, people. (laughs) That's fucking Elder Faye right there. It was was something else. Anyways, tonight we're going to discuss the the new Renfield starring Nicolas Cage and Nicolas Holt and Aquafina. I don't don't think that's her real name, but... (laughs) But we'll go with it. I I hope it is. I uh, to be named after bottled tap water is fucking something epic, <laughs> right? But then you know, change the spelling so you don't get sued. You know what I mean? But right off the bat, I gotta ask you, going into this movie, did you know it was gonna be like this, like high stylized, like action type film? <laughs> Not even in the fucking slightest. I didn't know. I, 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 I was, I was thinking, th- I was like, there's no way Farmer thought this was gonna be like this. No, no, I, I watched fucking like 30 seconds of the trailer, turned it off, and then I was like, all right, we'll watch this. <laughs> like, didn't even, like, didn't even see it through. <laughs> so this was another pretty much going in blind, pretty much, on, on this one. Yeah, you. I'm just getting my notes together here, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this, this, like is that, to- I, this is totally blind, but I love Nick Cage, though. Oh, I know. Oh, and he absolutely fucking crushed this, which we'll get more into, but... 
Uh, what I, what surprised me though at the very beginning, I was wondering like what form of Dracula and Renfield this was going to be, and it's straight up a follow up of the you know the ghosty and the old the old the nineteen thirty one. It's the same ones. It's the old Dracula and the old Renfield from the original because they did the either the deep fake or they reenacted it. But you remember the little black and white part at the beginning? It was straight up from yeah. the, the original from nineteen thirty one. So it's they the same the, as that the, characters the old... in modern day. Yeah, they had the, the like the old fucking logo too, the old Dracula logo. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, the grainy yeah, yellow. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a nice touch. That was a nice touch. So I was, I was happy about that. And then you get right into it, and I was expecting the style because I knew what movie I was watching because I I really wanted to see this when it came out, but I just I was busy that weekend or something, and I just never got around to it. And it flopped, so my theater pulled it like immediately. Really. Yeah, which it was unfortunate that this movie flopped. I really thought it was going to be good. Like, I thought it was going to like be big in the box office. Because, I mean, it's a modern-day twist on an old take that people love. And, you know, and I was expecting the Universal Monsters to come out strong for this, but no. It, it flopped pretty, pretty, pretty bad, unfortunately. Which is unfortunate for Nick Cage, because he always wanted to play Dracula. That was always, like, one of, like, three roles that he always wanted to play was Dracula. To where he even shaved down his teeth for this role. Did he? Yeah. Like, that's how into it he was. He shaved down his own teeth to, to play Dracula. Fuck crazy, right? That's that's still how still dedicated he is after, like, 7,000 movies that he's done. <laughs> he's still that dedicated. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a step up from his straight to, to video shit that he's been doing the last 10 years. So. Don't fucking knock that, all right? He's, he fucking crushed it. <laughs> I still haven't seen Pig. I hear that's a good movie, but... I haven't seen that either. <laughs> Let's see. It, the, uh, the, the the shaving down his teeth, like I just feel like I like nails on a chalkboard in the back of my fucking head right now. It's just killing me. That's dedication, though. That is fucking dedication. Mm. And since we're on Nicolas Cage, I mean, what? Like, I absolutely, I thought he crushed this performance as Dracula. I loved his take on Dracula because it had it had the blend of the old school goes because that's the the dracula is supposed to be but then it still also had that nick cage touch to it you know and since it, since this was a horror comedy he added that that nick cage comedy flair to it that that we all know and love and this is i mean this is probably my favorite rendition of dracula that, that i've ever seen no disrespect to gary oldman because i love gary oldman's greatest actor of all time but this yeah. nick cage dracula crush fucking killed it what'd you what'd you think of his performance um i thought that if you don't have nick cage in this movie your movie's trash <laughs> um and, and nick cage was like the, the only redeemable fact i mean the, the kid that played fucking Renfield was cool too but nick, nick cage he's a hell of an actor nick this whole yeah. he's nick you know people give him a lot of fucking a lot of flack like he's like just like he's a bad actor you can only do like this like he only has Washed one range up, of motion like keanu been. And I'm like, nah, fuck that shit. Fuck that. You just haven't seen him fucking really act. I fucking, fucking cage. I mean, he's a fucking legend and he still is a legend. No, nah, I, I, I thought he was great. I love his comeback story that's going on. Cause did you see that one where he plays himself, the unbearable weight of massive, massive talent or something like that? Him and Pedro Pascal. That yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah that was Cause funny. the guy wants, wants Nick Cage to be Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I want to though. It's it's really good. I highly recommend. What is your favorite Nick Cage movie? You can only pick one. Um, it's always it's always between two, but I have to lean towards Con Air. Love Con Air. 
Mm. Like there's this movie where uh, Simon Pegg is saying like, name the greatest movie of all time. And everybody's like, you can't do that. That's opinion based. He's like, no, I got the answer. It's Con Air. He's like, it's literally everything that you want in a movie. It's got the action, the comedy, the drama, the romance. It's picture perfect from beginning to end. It's Con Air's greatest movie of all time. I'm like, you got a point there, Simon Pegg. But it's always either that or Face Off. I think Face Off mm. is a blast. You would think it'd be like the older '80s ones where he was doing comedy stuff, like Once Bit, like Raising like, Arizona, uh, things Raising like that. Arizona, stuff like that. Or uh, this could happen to you. I don't know why I like that movie, but where he wins the lottery and he promised his waitress, like, if I win the lottery, I'm gonna come back and tip you like half of it or something like that. Mm. That was that was really good too. He's done so many good ones. They Did just he? keep popping in my head. <laughs> Yeah, and it pissed off uh, Rosie Perez, who was his girlfriend in the movie. Like, you're going to give half of her winnings to this waitress because you promised her that she were going to give her the tip if you win. It's a good movie. What's your favorite Nick Cage movie? Hmm. I know you want to say Gone in 60 Seconds because you impersonate it all the time, but... <laughs> no, actually, the best Nick Cage movie of all time is fucking Con Air. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, that movie, that movie is pretty fucking flawless for beginning good. Faye, ask, ask me what I'm going to do. Uh, don't move or the bunny gets it. No, nah, I'm going to save the <laughs> fucking day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, nobody quick, else would be able to deliver that line besides Nick Cage. Quick funny segue that uh, an airport stewardess didn't think that was that funny. I was in the emergency row. And when you're in the emergency row on an airplane, they ask you if, you know, if you're if you can, you know, if you can comprehend if in, in like a, an emergency situation, opening up the doors, all that shit, doing all that. The lady, the lady goes, uh, will you be able to do this? And I looked at her. I was like, lady, I'm going to save the fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> she probably had no clue what you were even referencing there. No reference at all, but I did it for Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I love Conair. Terrible fucking little Southern accent he had going on there, but love the movie. Yeah, but it was a southern accent with the Nick Cage flair. He's like, he's kind of, he reminds me of like Christopher Walken to where there's no other, like there's no duplicate of Nicolas Cage. I like, I like when Cage is outside and the sun hits his face and he's like. (laughs) Right? Small little (laughs) shit like that in the movie. He just fucking makes the fucking movie. Or at the end where he's trying to give the bunny to his little daughter. (laughs) Sorry, it's a little dirty. You know, if if uh if if this was you know you'd be like Cyrus the virus without the fucking brain power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't get far if I was in charge of that fucking plane. That was a hell of a cast though, too. Yeah, Steve Buscemi, Trejo. I mean, good God, Steve Buscemi is supposed to be like the most deadliest person on the whole entire fucking plane. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and he ends up having a tea party with a little girl in the pool. Yeah, he's a fucking cannibal. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, back to back to Renfield. Yeah, I read Renfield. Con Air review. Con Air ten out of ten. There you go, people. <laughs> you you were, you a real one, Cage. You a real one, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I and mean, we we it's it's clear. Me and Farmer both agree that Nicholas Cage is a fucking legend, and he and he really did help this movie a lot. But what about the other performance? Like Nicholas Holt, I thought he was really good as Renfield because I always loved the character Renfield in the original. Like he was my favorite character in the original Knights of 31 Dracula because he was ready mm-hmm. that creepy, like, he, 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 that laugh. Which Nicholas Holt did it a couple times in the movie. I'm like, ah, oh, nice touch. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for doing that laugh. <laughs> that takes me back. 
And I thought he was really good, being very conflictive on like, you know. And I love the group, the 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 help group, the support group. Yeah. Yep. I thought that was great. And I was very sad when everybody got killed. I was like, no, you do not just kill everybody in the support group. Including the chick from Terrifier. Huh? Oh, <laughs> she in that? The, the short-haired girl that keeps so getting interrupted. The short-haired girl that keeps getting interrupted. She's in the first Terrifier. Oh, the guy that played Mark the Counselor. I loved him in The Good Place. I was fucking hyped that I saw him as the counselor in that. And fucking, uh, I, in I, I, he looked familiar, but I was just like, how do I know this guy? Yeah, he, he 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 looks like he would have been that annoying guy from the office that fucking worked in like the uh, <laughs> worked for Daryl, but no, it's he was on the TV show The Good Place. He was great. Um, I had I had a note here. Um, no, but we'll get back to the note. Keep going. Okay, but uh, so my next question for you is because it's well documented that you really like the the. The, like the Italian style horror uh, lighting, the red and blues are just like heavy, deep colors, which this movie heavily featured. I mean, did you like, did you like that in this movie? Did you think it was a nice touch or do you think it should have been a different style? Um, I, I like the lighting choices for this. I don't think I would have sh- lit this traditionally because I don't think it would have hit. Um, right. And it I seems there that- were less traditionally lit. I'm like, this kind of feels off. Like it's, the whole movie should have had the, the yeah. bright lights the whole time. Yeah, but I mean, if, if you think about it, Cage is he's heavily favored into that green, nasty fluorescent like hospital light. Right. Like that's like he's he's in like that lighting a lot. Like that's kind of like where he lives in that. And then it's like Brentfield and other people live in like the normal bright poppy side of the world. But his is always like those gross like greens. So I, I liked it for that because it helped distinguish like characters and shit like that. So I, I'm a fan of it. I thought it was good. I was a fan of the lighting. And yeah. what which uh, phase of Nick Cage did you like? I liked it when he was slowly like healing to where he had like the ear up here and he was all like deformed and shit. He was yeah. So actually, he was still I, that's able what... to fucking express Nick Cage through all that makeup and was just fucking crushing it during that scene. I loved it. Yeah, this this was what actually my note that I was holding on to to come back to it. Um, my note says. Uh, the makeup is fucking sick. When he's all mangled looking, he looks like Faze Ballsack. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never look at my sack the same way again. <laughs> I was um, going to see Nick Cage fucking tell me to drive faster or something. Yeah, I, I, I thought the practical effects as far as like kind of like uh, on him, I thought were fucking sick. I loved it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was I was a big fan of him. Another thing that surprised me in this was all the gore. I wasn't expecting it to be as gory as it was. And people always bitch, we need mainstream movies with more gore. Well, this movie had plenty of gore. Like you got the dude's head getting slammed, like punted off and slammed into its window and and yeah. just all sorts of exploding bodies and just a bunch of fucking crazy gore during the, the stylized action violence, which I like the stylized violence like that because I love action films. So, yeah, I was very excited yeah. about that. I liked it. You know, this it, I know this was kind of like, like the, the comedy aspect of it, but I, it felt kind of like similar to um, what is it? Last night in fucking Soho, whatever it is. Kind of right. like, like the lighting and just kind of like the like the like the the quick cuts and like the shots and like how everything kind of like comes together. Like it, it, it felt rem- like very reminiscent of that. Right. And I I love that movie. So like that's kind of as this one was progressing, I was like, all right, I, I dig this. Now with with Aquafina's character, I was I was hitting Ms. Aquafina's character. For one, I learned with Aquafina's character is that 
I kind of have a little bit of a awkward crush on Aquafina. <laughs> She's got this oh, cute little, oh, yeah. cute little uh, hunched over Asian thing going on. I'm like, and and then the smoker voice. I'm like, there's something about you. But like her Shut character, the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was a fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Kyle. Yeah. So many, so many fuck you, Kyle. Poor Kyle. Poor. But I, I enjoyed the character. I didn't. I didn't think that we had to have the little side story of like her, the history of her dad. I think it should just been a. She's a cop just trying to be right since everybody in that system was on the payroll of the these these people. Yeah, it's like they it's like they were stealing from John Wick. Like, for, like, right. like that, like, looking for a motivation when it really, yeah. really didn't need to be motivation, especially on like her part. We had enough they, motivation they, going on with with Renfield. So yeah, I mean, they, they were they were trying to build up the subplots, but yeah. like they didn't. They were trying to do like the A, B, and their C story, but I I didn't think they needed to do that because I just thought like the, the overall direction of where it was going made made more sense. I felt like them doing that kind of took away from having oh this is old police force paid off by the crime family. I was like, ah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, um, did you have who was your second favorite character next to Nick? Uh, that um, I kind of like Renf- the, the 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 main uh, villain, the one that's trying to uh, impress his mom, and then ends up becoming you know a badass towards the end. Yeah, well, you can just call me Teddy Fucking Lobo. Yeah, Teddy Lobo. There we go. Um, I when love. I paused it. It said his name was Tedward Lobo. I'm like, no, it's, Ted it's Teddy Lobo. Lobo. So I'm, I <laughs> fucking, I, I love it. He just keeps seeing his own fucking name, like in third person. He's fucking crazy. Um, my <laughs> best line of the movie is, "I've, I've got a prescription for this shit." As he throws the cocaine in the cop's face. <laughs> Yeah, that cop was hilarious too. The fucking fat cop. He's oh, ah. that's who's been in so much shit. That guy. Yeah, I know. He's been so many. He he was in the discount double check commercials. <laughs> Remember those? Yep. yep. Aaron Rodgers. And he was in. Yeah, and he just randomly appears in so many different movies. Which he's a funny dude, but I don't, yeah, I can only see him being a, a side character. But yeah, he he was great. A moment that I really got a kick out of, and I don't know why, but it was the the welcome mat in front of Renfield's apartment. Because there's the whole lore to where you can't invite you, a vampire can't go into your house unless he's invited in. Well, how he got into Renfield's apartment was because of the welcome that said, "Welcome, come on in." Yeah, I just, I, that tickled me really big. I was like, "That's fucking great! I love that." Um, I, I'm gonna kind of just like segue into something like the negative shit. Yeah. Like, by by no means is this film perfect. <laughs> well, no, 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 Absolutely. no, 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 it was not. Um, I felt like a lot of the writing was redundant and mostly with the jokes. Cause a lot of these jokes didn't fucking land and like, they were trying to be like dumbed down jokes for the audience's sake. But I think that today's like cinema goers are like way more fucking savvy. <laughs> and, uh, I don't and that's know. Like Jason I... goes are people that are passionate about cinema because cinema is dying these days. So the people that are going to the movies are people that are passionate about fucking movies. Well, that's what so I mean. We're, we're not yeah. as stupid I mean, as we used to be when we're going to the movies. Where you, we have just to like, yeah, I mean, just some of this writing is sloppy. Uh, I wrote down. It's crazy because uh, the director was, you know, he's he's done a lot of big comedies in the past. I don't remember which ones, but I just know that he did a lot of big comedies. Yeah, but he wasn't the writer though. He just directed it. Right. Isn't that the um, M- M- McKay or whoever the fuck? Is yeah, I- I'm talking more so on like the writing aspect. The writing so, aspect, yeah. 
I mean, some of them, some of it was really good and creative, but then some of it was like, that's, that's an obvious fucking insert, insert joke here moment. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it, like for instance, uh, the, the whole scene with the drug dealers, when he's looking for Mitch, the guys are telling fucking Renfield that he's the, like, Oh, this he's the hitman. If they were expecting a hitman, why weren't they fucking strapped or bet hit? Why didn't they fucking leave? Cause they kept fucking saying he was the fucking hitman. If that was the case, why didn't they have, why weren't they trying to fucking shoot him up? Or why didn't they just fucking get out of Dodge? <laughs> to me, that's a, a case of sloppy writing. Right. Right. <laughs> Where the dialogue is shitty. The dialogue makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got you. I mean, I, I like the overall idea of this movie, though, where it's just a straight-up popcorn flick. Like, let's go yeah. have a good time at the movies, popcorn flick, with, with Dracula and a bunch of gore and some comedy, because you got Aquafina and Nicholas Holt and Nick Cage. All three of them are very funny in their own in their own respect, you know. What I mean, what did you think of Aquafina's character, though, to circle back around to her? Um, I mean, overall, I thought I thought her character. Do you like Aquafina right. at all? Like, I'm sure you've seen her in other stuff too, right? Yeah, I mean, I I'm not gonna go out of my way to fucking you know, you know go watch her greatest hits or anything, but I mean, like you know, uh, and she didn't really kill it for me. I wasn't really a fan of Aquafina. Am I wrong, or is she one of those people that got her start through YouTube? I might be completely wrong on that, but I feel like she I, was somebody that got her start on YouTube. I don't know, but you you might be right. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to. I think she's one of those JoJo's of the world. One of those JoJo's of the world that got their fucking huge fame through through YouTube. I could be wrong, but but I think she's hilarious. I loved her in the Jumanji movie and stuff like that. I'm a fan of hers. I do. I did like the cast overall. I thought I thought this was pretty pretty well casted. Even the the evil mother, the the head of the 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 mafia family. I thought I thought she was good. But I mean, of course, um, when you have Nick Cage in the movie, he's going to take top bill, and and it's the reason why because he's Nick fucking Cage. N- she was not on YouTube. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, she she was she was actually like actual train. She was in fucking Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> oh, I never watched that movie. I don't know why I felt like she was a YouTube thing. Yeah. No. Because she just came out of nowhere. That's maybe that's why I thought. And I think she's hilarious and cute. <laughs> I like Aquafina though. My negatives for the movie though, yeah, I didn't like the 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 random little side stories that didn't have a conclusion or a happy ending. That right. was kind of weird. Like it threw off. Like like I said, I love this whole uh, popcorn flick vibe, and and doing that tried to make it more of a serious film. Like no, you're kind of ruining the vibe that I got going on here. Let's fucking have right. Renfield eat some bugs and go ape shit on some people and. <laughs> Which that was a weird touch. The Renfield's powers are through eating bugs. I didn't know how to feel about that. It's 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 there. Like it's, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, you I said mean, it. Popcorn flick. That's it. Popcorn yeah, flick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this movie's not to be taken serious. What so fucking ever? No, no, no. It's the movie would have suffered dramatically without Nicolas Cage. I mean, yeah, that was brain casting. I remember when we heard about this casting, everybody was like, oh, Nick Cage is Dracula? That's fucking horrible. Blah, 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 blah. Turns out, I mean, he made this this movie good, in my opinion. Like, obviously, I didn't have a good time with this movie. It obviously, it has its flaws, but I did not regret spending the 20 bucks to, to rent this movie. 
which uh, for you listeners, me and Farmer pay 20 bucks and come to find out uh, this Friday, by the time you hear this, this Friday, you'll be able to watch it on Peacock. Great for the the worst part. I paid the twenty four dollars and bought it. <laughs> oh, you you paid, paid the extra five to, to purchase it. Huh? Yeah. So now I own Renfield. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did that shit too. I was like, nah, I'll just I'll just rent it. And if I like it that much, then I'll buy the hard copy. And then I saw it was coming on Peacock this week. It's coming on the cock this week. Like son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> It works so now we're just nice advertisement. So Renfield available on Peacock on June, whatever Friday is. <laughs> first weekend of June. Oh wait, That's this it. is the first weekend of June. Second yeah. weekend. Second weekend. <laughs> whatever. It's gonna be on Peacock by the time you hear this motherfucker. Where it's about to be. The cack. What uh <laughs> we'll do what we'll, we'll do overall. Uh usually I write down my little pinpoints. I came into this completely free. And I'm glad they did. But uh, overall, I wasn't bored with this movie. It immediately caught my attention with just with the beginning and then Dracula being fried. I was like, God damn. And then watching him heal over to the thing and all the little inserts, all the all the callbacks to the original 31 and great performances. I thought there was there was good performances across the board in this movie. It's just unfortunately some of the stuff that was written for them you can be the best actor in the world and it's not going to come across great. But overall I did have a good time and I did focus the whole time because watching, watching movies at home for me, it's hard for me to stay focused without having to pick up my phone or something like that. But I, I did stay focused and was wondering what was going to happen next, especially when Nick Cage was on screen. Cause I wanted to keep analyzing his performance and all the different things he was doing and all of his mannerisms as Dracula and I loved every second of it when he was on the screen. I loved all the big stylized action violence. I loved the gore. Some of the comedy was a miss, but the, a lot of the comedy did did tickle my funny bone too. Uh, but overall, I mean, I, I, I give it an eight. I, it was a it was a fun popcorn eight for me. All right, all right. I mean. What, what, what can I say that already has been said? I'm, I'll piggyback off him. You guys already know what I think about my negatives for it. Um, it doesn't get that high of a rating for me on this one, unfortunately. I love Nick Cage, but this gets a, a five on Teddy fucking Lobos out of ten. <laughs> you know, I will gladly accept a five from you because that means you liked the movie. <laughs> now, the true. years we've been doing this, I learned five means a solid watch when it comes with farmers. Yep. Sometimes for five from people or like don't check it out. Sometimes so but farmer five means check it out. Like he used to tell you. <laughs> you know, from fucking from uh from Joe Farm Riggs. It's my ghetto <laughs> version of Joe Bob Riggs. Check <laughs> <Right>. it out. <laughs> check it out. <laughs> oh, very good, sir. Um, I would say what we're gonna watch next week, but I'm not but sure. But Faye doesn't fucking know. <laughs> I would know, but I, I might be in Colonel Studios next week for, for the episode, so we'll, we'll see. I, I I heard through the grapevine that we were, uh, you know, th- the assistants were calling the studio, and I, <laughs> I saw in my email that we were covering Arena by fucking full moon. <laughs> Not yet! Not until you get that beautiful box set. And then now you're frozen. <laughs> good timing on that 
But while you become unfrozen, I do I do know what we're gonna watch next week. And I and I'll wait for you to, to, to get back in here. You're completely frozen and can't hear a damn thing you're saying. I gotta do some editing and stuff. There you are. Wait. Yeah, I'm okay. Back. Okay. So because there is a movie that I really want to do, but I want to do it while I'm at home. So since I'll, I'll be in, on location next week, most likely, I want to do the movie that we were going to do several years ago, but we just never got around to it. I want to do Tusk. Good old Kevin Smith. It's available on Max, not HBO Max. Now it's Max. <laughs> and I want to know farmer's negative opinion on it and i want me and him to argue with it especially since i'm gonna have an audience with me <laughs> and you have to watch it sir the, the 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 days of the fours do not exist anymore i need when i bring up a scene i need you to know exactly what the fuck i'm talking about and we're going to watch tusk i think this is the i think you know I think this is why uh, there was a big hiatus uh, several years ago because I said, let's watch Tusk. And then th- two years later, we finally brought back the Outsiders of War. <laughs> and this is because I looked to my left and it's right here. So we're going to do Tusk. Tusk next week. Kevin Smith. Finally get to talk about my dude. And dust up on your Kevin Smith knowledge because that will be brought up to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can have your fucking pouty face all you want. But this is how the show works. I pick one, you pick one. I pick one, you pick one. And guess what? We have to watch whatever the fuck we say. <laughs> I I think I speak for the viewers when I oh, say what I'm all. about to tell you. There's a lot of fans. Are you, are you ready, Faye? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, are are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. There, Triple H. I'm ready. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you, Kyle. <laughs>